Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. This week, I want to talk about closed-end funds. Leverage. The ability of closed-end funds to issue debt or raise money through the sale of preferred shares is one advantage of closed-end funds. Fund managers are able to use leverage in order to try and potentially enhance the fund's return, income, or both. This is how closed-end funds are sold. The leverage is to enhance returns. It's an interesting little backwater of the investing universe. They're like mutual funds in that they are regulated investment companies holding portfolios of stocks and bonds. This makes them easy to value since you just take the public quotes of their holdings multiplied by how much they own. But unlike mutual funds, they don't issue or redeem shares every day. In this way, they're a bit like stocks because their share count is fixed. Closed-end funds don't have to trade at net asset value or NAV. This is how they're different from mutual funds. They usually trade at a discount to NAV, and that's what makes them appealing, because there really is this sense of buying a dollar for 90 cents. And I think that's by far the best sector in the market for anybody that needs uh, cash flow and some kind of investing. They're complicated. You need somebody really to help you. They're very complicated. But as far as I'm concerned, that is the best place to put money to get cash flows and yields right now. That's a financial advisor pushing closed-end funds on CNBC about a year ago. Closed-end funds are small, often just a few hundred million dollars in size. So institutions, for the most part, don't bother with them. Their investor base is largely retail investors and their financial advisors. The MLP sector has several closed-end funds. They're run by firms that are well-known such as Goldman Sachs and firms that specialize in MLPs, such as Kane Anderson and Tortoise. Investors in MLP funds run by these firms had misplaced confidence that responsible risk management and good judgment would prevail. And in 2020, they were proven tragically wrong because MLP closed-in funds are run with leverage. Let me explain just how stupid that is. For several years, MLPs have been reducing their borrowings that built up during the Shell Revolution. The industry has settled in on around four times debt to EBITDA. That means debt no more than four times their earnings before interest expense, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. Collectively, MLP management teams prodded by rating agencies like S&P and Moody's have settled on this four times ratio in order to be investment grade. So it takes a high degree of misplaced confidence, of arrogance, to say that's too conservative. But that's what Goldman Sachs, Kane Anderson, and Tortoise all did. They bought MLPs for their closed-end funds and then added leverage of about a third. In effect, they took the four times debt to EBITDA of the industry and pushed it up to around 5.5 by having their closed-end funds borrow the money. It's unforgivably big-headed of these firms to just assume they know better than the market what the right leverage is on these securities. 
MLPs all move up and down together. There's very little diversification. So there's no insight behind the decision to borrow money to increase risk. It's just arrogant to use leverage on a single sector fund. Leverage is a two-edged sword. It magnifies gains and losses. The problem occurs if you've borrowed too much when prices fall a lot, which they did in March this year because of COVID. Falling prices push your leverage up because you still owe what you owe, but what you own has lost value. The result was that these closed-end funds run by Goldman, Kane, Anderson, and Tortoise were forced to sell because they were over their leverage limits. Now, I'm not criticizing these firms for getting the market wrong. God knows, I've been bullish on the pipeline sector through several years of disappointing returns. The industry invested a great deal of capital in new pipelines and infrastructure to support increased U.S. production of oil and gas. Many of them borrowed too much or invested it unwisely and cut distributions as a result. But we don't borrow money to invest. So sudden market moves don't force us to act. If you employ leverage in your investment strategy, you have to have a plan to reduce that leverage when things are going against you. Otherwise, it's just gambling. And what these firms have shown is that they have no risk management. Going into March with maximum leverage, which these firms all did with their MLP closed-end funds, was reckless. They were all down 70 to 80% for the year. With no leverage, you can wait things out. But if you've borrowed money, you don't have that same flexibility. So they were forced to sell at the lows to bring their risk down. Goldman Sachs knows a thing or two about risk management, so we can assume that their MLP closed-end fund manager just didn't read the memo telling PMs there to cut risk. But Kane, Anderson, and Tortoise all specialize in MLPs, so these firms have no excuse. They had no plan to reduce risk when needed, so they were just irresponsible. Some investors are hanging on hoping that they'll recover, but the problem with selling at the lows is that you really can't make that money back. So even though midstream energy infrastructure is recovering and it's down 15 to 20% for the year, much better than it was in March, these MLP closed-end funds run by Goldman, Kane Anderson and Tortoise are still down from 50 to 70% for the year. You may not care if you're fortunate enough to not be invested in any of them. But if you're invested in the sector, you are still affected because your holdings fell more than they would have otherwise because of this forced selling. It's part of the return history of the sector, which for many investors has been too volatile. This volatility has caused other investors to sell too. Maybe you're one of them. And yet the sector fell more than it should have because of the arrogant management of these MLP closed-end funds. And it was probably a factor in selling by other investors, put off by the volatility. The good news is that these funds destroyed so much of their capital that they're not very big anymore. But that's not much comfort if you own one. At least for the rest of us, their mismanagement can't do the sector any more harm. MLP closing funds always were a dumb idea. They've been lousy investments, and they've added needless volatility to the sector because the managers of these MLP closed-end funds were forced to sell at the lows. Goldman Sachs, 
Kane Anderson and Tortoise were incompetent. The people who promote MLP closed-end funds should know better. Investors deserve better. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos, and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify, and follow us on Twitter, at Simon Lack.